You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back to the second hour of today's Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. I'm Blake Ritterman. And we're super excited to be with you today. A lot of great things happening across our listening network. Uh, And our next guest is on the line, Eric Gallagher. Thank you so much for joining us, Eric. Thanks for having me. Could you share with the listeners a little bit about who you are? Sure. Uh, My name is Eric Gallagher. I'm a husband and father of four. I live in Sioux Falls. My kids are oldest is in junior high, youngest is in first grade. And yeah, I did full-time ministry for about 20 years. And just in the last a few months, went off and kind of on my own started a kind of a, a ministry, a, kind of a, a business ministry in a sense that's not directly working for a parish or, or the diocese anymore. Okay, so I'm fascinated by what this is. So could you unpack what your um, what the community you launched is that is that how you would phrase it? Um, not like yeah, it's yeah, it's well. The first thing people usually ask is how do you say that? And the <laughs> it's it's called Sushipe, um, which is actually the name of a prayer that many people have probably heard by Saint Ignatius that starts "Take, Lord, receive," um, and it essentially means um, to take or take like take my life, receive my life, Lord. Um, I don't want it anymore. Um, and given our lives entire, entirely to Jesus. And so, yeah, essentially what it is, is it's a membership community um, for people who desire to give their lives fully to Jesus Christ. Um, and I've, it, the concept was similar when I was in youth ministry. I just remember working up in Aberdeen, South Dakota, in youth ministry, and I had no idea what a youth minister did and really how to start a youth group. And Facebook was just kind of taken off, and there are these groups and stuff online, and I just gained so much from from others. And so as a new person in youth ministry, I was learning so much online through um, these groups and communities online. It would help me kind of answer my questions, and sometimes you will not even participate. You just see everyone else talking about certain things. You'd learn so much just from the conversation. So essentially this, this community, Sushipe, is intended to be that for someone who has had that encounter with Jesus Christ, and they're desiring to give their life to Him. And so it has a specific kind of focus on the interior life of prayer and discernment. Um, But the goal is that it would become just that, that it would become a space for people who are wanting to dive into that and grow in the interior life, that they could be with others and kind of be surrounded by different opportunities and such that would help them grow in their interior life. Mm. I love the aspect of it being a community to grow with others because, you know, a lot of times if we settle down to reading our own book of formation or something, we can kind of become lost and isolated and just, I don't know, community helps whatever you're trying to do, but especially working for the Lord. Yeah, and that was one of my, when I was working at the diocesan level, you'd look at all these different kind of groups and communities and and you could really kind of get a good sense of, who's really kind of thriving and fruitful in the work that they're doing, and almost always community, those who are connected to others. They weren't just kind of in their own little isolated world trying to do 
their thing without formation from others. Like you really need others to kind of look at it because if you if you go without community for a long time, you could really kind of start veering off in this weird kind of disordered direction sometimes. And community kind of helps just fine tune and kind of keep you on track with things because it it corrects and it affirms and it yeah it supports and it becomes one of your biggest cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we're not too excited about that because we don't we're, we're just concerned that. I don't know, we, we don't like the the corrections, the corrections <laughs> and we don't like um, that push, but someone who who really wants to grow in their relationship with Jesus, um, I know in my own experience, it was just like, just tell me what to do. I would give up anything to go back and to to regain and like stay in that place that I'd met him. Mm. Um, so just tell me what to do. I'm willing to make those sacrifices. And that's the hope that this can bring, is people can kind of, it takes a little bit of vulnerability to kind of get in there and, and be the one to ask questions or to to put yourself out there, but over time you learn what a gift it can be. So, Eric, I'm intrigued. So you've been in ministry for a lot of your adult life. Um, so what was it, where did the inspiration to start this particular ministry um, come from? For me, it was, when I was working at the diocesan level, I started doing these going deeper retreats. Um, honestly, I had worked for the church for about 15 years or so, um, and it was it was when I started getting my master's degree from the Augustine Institute that they introduced me to Introduction to Devout Life by Francis de Sales. And my my frustration, kind of when I read that, it was it was so moving, like it was rat, like just overnight, I just like fell in love, and I just wanted to like dive into everything Francis the Sales taught. But my interior frustration was like, why has it taken so long for someone to introduce this to me? Um, I have I've worked for the church full time for many years, and I've wanted like this deeper like. I, I was someone who knew about all the retreats. I, I could understand going and having that like retreat high and being excited about your faith. Um, but I always knew that there was something deeper. Um, and once I found it and I started talking about it to other people, like they got really excited. But then I started meeting other people who already knew about this stuff too. <laughs> and <that laughs> there was a, a spirit and a grace that came when I started connecting with other people on kind of like this common goal or common purpose. And it sounds so simple, but it was really inspiring to just be in that place where the culture that I strive to create when I was at the diocese was we are going to become a people who are constantly striving to be aware of what God is doing in our life and striving to follow it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, and you can strive to do that again on your own, um, but anyone who has done that knows that it's, it's very difficult because there's, it's hard to know what's of the Lord sometimes and what's not and and having people supporting the community is so important to help kind of fine tune that um, and just support you during the difficult times because even if you know and can understand some of those things it can still just be challenging you can't do it alone um, so I, I learned that as I was leading these young people and how attracted they were to that culture and then how many how adults kind of came out of the woodworks and said yes this is this is what I've been looking forward to. Mm. So, Eric, what is this is uh, what does it practically look like? I mean, there's uh, it's so beautiful that it's rooted in community, holding each other accountable. It, it goes to a depth of you know discerning what the Lord is asking and then taking action. Um, what does sushi pay? You know, what is the practical uh, part of it? What does it look like? Yeah, 
Yeah, so it's it's similar. People who are familiar with Facebook, it's similar to Facebook, except it's on its own separate platform. So people don't have to worry about kind of being sold or whatever. Like all the all the concerns people tend to have with these bigger social media platforms, it's its own private online community. Um, and in it, there's regular discussions. We have a monthly theme. Right now, we're in October. We're focusing on the theme of holiness. Um, and so every week, we're throwing out kind of guided weekly discussions. Um, we are always doing some sort of book study. I call it perpetual book study. Um, where every week we're just digesting kind of good spiritual reads um, mm-hmm. on kind of the interior life. So right now we're going through the way of the disciple. Um, and it's just a book on kind of the interior life through the lens of discipleship becoming like Jesus. Um, we're going to be getting into podcasting. And then we also have, um, we just got this last weekend or just over a week ago, we had our first monthly mini retreats, um, which is really like the goal is to help people where they're at to kind of the goal of teaching people how to live in the ordinary life is to do things, um, where you don't have to go off on this, like three day retreat (laughs) or, you know, there's, we we tend to do these things and think we need these things in order to like grow in holiness. Um, so we're trying to meet everyone kind of in this space of like, no, it's, it's simple and you can do it where you're at. So, we had a, we're doing monthly mini-retreats where we have a live talk. Um, we encourage them to carve out three hours on a Saturday morning, and they can listen to a live talk. And then they go off and spend some time in prayer. We give them some resources for prayer, and then there's an opportunity even for small group discussions if they want. Um, and those are just some of the things that we're getting started with now. But it's also a place where people can just get on, and they can just ask questions and have other people speak into their questions and, and share with them. Wow, there's there's a lot there. So, Eric, what book are you studying right now? It's called The Way of the Disciple um, by Erasmo Leiva Maritakis. Um, this is the, it was brought to me by a, name, a guy by the name of Zach Krieger, but it's really, usually these spiritual reads are like, you read a few pages and you just kind of kind of stop <laughs> and you yeah. reflect on it and sit with it. So the books will always be kind of that. We won't really ever get into, like, apologetics or, like, kind of informational. There's stuff, you can find that, that kind of stuff anywhere. Um, but the goal of the book studies is to, like, dive into some, like, kind of meteor spiritual read and share together what it's doing in their own lives. Um, beginning in Advent, we have actually a couple from Sioux City um, that will be leading us through the I Believe in Love book by St. Therese of Sioux. Um, and so we'll be starting that the first week of Advent as well. So all the time we're doing something together um, focused on just kind of the spiritual life, but then sharing and reflecting on it together. Uh, well, if you're just tuning in, we're chatting with Eric Gallagher, who is sharing about the uh, his new ministry initiative, Sushi Pay, and the community that's forming around uh, intentional disciples. So we have to take a quick break, but on the other side, we're just going to dive in deeper into how to get involved with this and some of the other things that Eric is working on. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Filippis of St. Luke Productions. 
What the Magi Learned Going into the house, the Magi saw the child. Outwardly, their journey was now over. But at this point, a new journey began for them, which changed their whole lives. Deep within themselves, they felt prompted to go in search of the true justice that can only come from God, and they wanted to serve this king, to fall prostrate at his feet, and to play their part in the renewal of the world. This was where their inner journey began. It started at the very moment when they knelt down before this child and recognized him as the promised king. But they still had to assimilate these joyful gestures internally. They had to change their ideas about power, about God and about man, and in so doing, they also had to change themselves. They had to learn to give themselves. No lesser gift would be sufficient for this king. But they had to learn that their lives must be conformed to this divine way of exercising power, to God's own way of being. They must become men of truth, of justice, of goodness, of forgiveness, of mercy. They will have to ask, how can I serve God's presence in the world? They must learn to lose their life and in this way to find it. Having left Jerusalem behind, they must not deviate from the path marked out by the true King as they follow Jesus. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I'm Blake Ritterman. And if you've missed any of today's shows, you can find them on our website, realpresenceradio.com, or the podcasts on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, So before the break, we were chatting with Eric Gallagher about his new ministry initiatives. And Eric, I hear that there's a new project that you're releasing in November. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, so it's slightly connected. I I set up this um, LLC business a while back. Um, and a lawyer basically said, like, Eric, you have so many ideas. <laughs> he just said, like, you you just need to have a space where you can, like, let these ideas shine. So it's it's a slightly connected project, but essentially what I'm working on, it'll, it's set to release um, middle of November, um, but it's, a, it's called The Catholic Best, and it's an online directory for Catholic everything. I mean, if you're looking for, the hope is, if you're looking for um, a Catholic podcast, that you could go on there and just search, like, not only Catholic podcasts, but now, after now, like, praise God, we have many different varieties of Catholic podcasts, so I want the best Catholic podcast for Dad, mm. um, and this will be able to give you a, a listing of all those um, all the way to, like, not just media things, but it can even have a local functionality. So if you're looking for, like, a good Catholic doctor or a good Catholic lawyer, um, good Catholic radio stations in your area, all those kinds of things. Um, I know one of those. There will be a search bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so it's 
Yeah, it's essentially going to be a space for people. Kind of the tagline is helping you discover the best Catholic everything. Um, and I know in my own world, like, I've wanted that for I started the business. I'm looking for a, someone I can trust, a good Catholic that will help me do um, my accounting or something with, with my business stuff. Um, where do you start? Uh, and this just helps people kind of stand out and make themselves available in that way. That is so awesome. I am ridiculously excited about this because I can think of plenty of times where, like you said, I've been looking for something for my personal life. For me, it, a lot of times it's podcasts, um, trying to find a podcast for a particular theme or if there's something I'm struggling with. Um, there's a lot of options about out there, and I want to find the best one. So, um, Yeah, and I, I think one of the places I've seen the most is as I've helped young people with vocational discernment. It's like, what, mm. even they would even say, like, what are some of the best religious orders? Like, why well, don't I don't know if that's the great way to put it, but, right. <laughs> but at least you can go discover, like, go look at all of them. But where do you even start? Like, there's not, you can go to the Catholic directory and find a bunch of things, but the information and um, some insights or maybe even some, like, not, like reviews or things like that, like who recommends these things, um, where are they at, those kinds of things are just, they're not easily found all the time. So usually someone who's discerning religious life, that's one of the biggest struggles is you just Google religious orders. <laughs> yeah. And in our in our age right now, like for people who are best at Google ratings, like they tend to get the most visitors. Mm-hmm. Um, and this will hopefully level the playing field a little bit of maybe those orders that don't have such an emphasis on their website could someone else could beef them up a little bit in some way. So I guess what would qualify a business or an organization to end up on the Catholic best? Is it pretty much anyone can submit anything, or does it need to meet certain requirements? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be, it's, a, it's just going to be a directory, first of all, that anyone, like, people can put their stuff on there. We, we're working on finalizing, like, do, does it ha- do they have to be Catholic? You know, is there, or is maybe there's a spot where, like, these aren't necessarily Catholic things, but they're things that, like, I don't know, what, <laughs> that, that's what we're kind of finalizing right now. Um, but the intention is these are going to be, like, kind of blatantly Catholic things. Um, anyone can kind of follow influencers and things like that and find other things that might be recommended. Um, and this is not saying that things that aren't strictly Catholic are not good things. Um, it's just helping those things kind of stand out a little bit for people who are looking uh, but to start, it's going to be anything that's, like, specifically Catholic. So there might be a podcast that isn't Catholic, but we know the person's Catholic that's running it. Like, there could be a person profile. That person's Catholic, but their podcast isn't. Um, so maybe their podcast doesn't get to be, maybe it's mentioned on their personal profile thing on there, but it's not a Catholic podcast, per se. And I mean, this is a... It's a it's a heavy lift, I'm sure. You know, putting this together and things there's a there's a lot to discern um, in that. But you know, with that, why why is that important? Why is that important for people living in the world? Um, you know, very simply, the, the podcasts, the goods and services, things like that. Why is it important to to seek out those that um, are Catholic or Christian or or things like that? You know, what's behind the initiative? Yeah, I think. For me, I, honestly, for me, it's just the fact that it's hard to find some of the, like, even as I'm putting together the directory and kind of getting the baseline things found, like, it's just hard to even find this stuff. 
And if you really dig, like you could, we could find a thousand different Catholic podcasts, but it takes a lot of work to find all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that that's the basic reason too. I, I also would say though, I think in our culture, it's just helpful to know um, we're, we're well. It, I, the second thing that's come to mind is also just that, like, we're quick to move on to different things. Yeah. Um, and so, if you are tired of listening to a, um, a certain Catholic podcast or something, you might just want to go try some different ones. And there's this is an easy way to find that. Um, yeah, I, I think just finding good, wholesome things is important. And I think there's a lot of Catholics out there who aren't, they don't live in the world like I have in the Catholic world for so long that they don't hear of these things. You're not talking to people all the time mm-hmm. about this stuff. Sometimes it's just eye-opening to see, like, oh, I like I do want to be a good Catholic parent. I didn't know there was a podcast out there for specifically Catholic parents. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're just also in a unique age where this is fairly new, and so hopefully it's helpful for people to say, I'm just coming here looking for this, but then you start to find all these other things. Like, oh, I didn't even know there's, like, there's Catholic socks. <laughs> that's, that's cool. Um, so, I, yeah, I think those are things, like, in our ministry world, we see this kind of stuff all the time. Um, but I think to the average Catholic, they're not exposed to such a, a great, like, gift that we have and all these people who are, who are running Catholic businesses and things like that. Right. I mean, because there is so much. And like you said, it was kind of, they branch off of each other. And kind of going back to what you're saying about discernment, specifically, you know, vocations, you know, um, there's so many beautiful, you know, to discern a religious vocation, religious communities out there that have these, these unique charisms that are always evolving to what the world is, is presenting, right? And so, um, you may not hear that in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. <laughs> you may not hear that in Fargo, North yeah. Dakota. You know, um, but God may be putting on your heart to do a specific thing and to live a certain way um, within that religious community. So it's so, you know, back to that, I guess, um, it's such a beautiful thing to just showcase those religious communities so people can really see what is out there for me. Yeah, and to give everyone kind of an even space to to market themselves, I think, is kind of the key. Because um, if you go to any other kind of directory, you can find the 12 different pizza places or whatever. Um, but when they're not, when they're kind of limited to, like, you have 500 words or less to talk about it, like, everyone gets their chance to say they're 500 words or less. Um, and it kind of just makes it even playing field for everyone to kind of discover all, all of it and to look around um, with a little, maybe less bias on the personalities of the people involved and the, or the great marketing materials or something. Um, but just, yeah, it just helps people be more discoverable, I guess. So, Eric, is this website uh, public yet? Is Do you have a URL, or is that not ready until the launch? It is not. If you go to thecatholicbest.com right now, they'll say it's under maintenance. Um, I would guess in the next couple of days there will be a little intake thing that says it's not here yet, but if you want to know when it's coming, just put your email in and I'll let you know. But it's, it's almost there. Exciting things. We'll have to keep our eyes out for that. And, Eric, you just have... There's a lot going on, you know, with you, and, and I appreciate your generosity of heart to to give yourselves over to the Lord's promptings. You know, you're talking, I think, over the break of just even discerning, you know, these types of things for, for a while. And uh, it's so great. You know, is there anything with Sushi Pay, going back to that, that first initiative, 
um, that you're hearing? Is the community growing? Um, just you, what, what are you seeing as far as fruits, um, as far as that's concerned? Yeah, I think that any community, when it starts off small, is gonna, it's going to take a little bit of time to really pick up. Um, but there, there's so many things. We actually started this podcast, the With You Always podcast, about, I mean, 630 days ago, actually, because we just, we've been doing it every day. <laughs> um, but when people start sharing, I think you just start to realize what a, how much Christ exists in and through each other. Um, and I think that's the real benefit of something like this community is you start to realize like that people are moved when you share, when you start to share and reflect on the things that the Lord has done, when people, when you give witness to the Lord doing work in your own life. And as simple as it sounds, I think people are often struck <laughs> that, oh, I like, I don't, or for me sometimes, like, I don't even remember saying that and people are, were moved by it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think that's something that really comes from the community is you really start to pick up on and you don't, you just realize that when you're sharing authentically the things that are working in your heart, it starts to change things. Yeah. Um, and that's the benefit. That's the real product of Sushipe is, is the community. We'll be doing all this stuff that you can find programming anywhere. Um, the real gift is going to be interacting with one another. That's the thing that I haven't seen offered anywhere else in the same way. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful representation of the church. Like, we can't we can't do this alone. The Lord didn't, this isn't a, you know, there's a personal relationship, but it takes all of us together learning from each other to really grow in holiness, you know? So it takes the, the whole church. And so this is just another vehicle, even Catholic Best at the same time, they're kind of in that same vein of, of offering community, you know, bringing people together. Um, but it takes that courage to share, you know, um, to, to really evangelize in that way. And that's where you're going to um, make the greatest effect. Because our sins, uh, you know, sometimes say we personal sins are also, they don't affect anyone but myself, but really they affect the church. But also with... Um, you know, the graces, the glory stories, if you will, they affect the church as well. So, Eric, I'm just so appreciative of, of what you're doing. Um, you know, keep up the good work. Um, keep listening to the Lord. Keep stepping with Him. So just very appreciative of, of everything you're doing. And just real quick, Eric, how where can people find more information? And is there a membership fee? Yeah, so the community is free. There is a premium membership that is available. Um, but they can find all the information out at sushipay.co. It's S-U-S-C-I-P-E.co. Awesome. All right. We'll have to check that out. But thank you so much for joining us today, Eric, and God bless your ministry. Thank you. All right. Well, we have to take a quick break, but on the other side of the break, we are going to be talking about the World Apostolate of Fatima. So it's very much a Marian missionary sort of Love um, Love it. for the show. So don't go away. More to come right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 